everybody, Dan the Nutrition Ninja here, back with another awesome podcast for you. Uh, today I want to talk a little bit about excuses. Um, what brought this on, for me anyway, was in the last uh, few days I've talked with a couple of people as I'm recording this. It's fall, it's mid-September, and people are starting to realize that they, well, overindulged over the summer, and now they've stepped on the scale and panic has set in. Um, I, get you, I guess you get where I'm going with it. A lot of people go through that. Uh, what you might not know is in the fitness, fitness industry, um, September falls right behind January, and it's not, not too far of a difference between when people join up. Uh, January is super busy, as I'm sure most of you know, but September is not far from that. So it's very common this time of year for people to try and figure out what they need to do, reach out for help, and, and that's why they come to me. Um, but get, getting back to the topic at hand is I was talking with a couple different ladies uh, and one of the things I was talking with them about is why they let it go during the summer and um, like most people they had the most common excuse there is which is I just didn't have time and, and I get it let's face it summertime is is busy we have things we want to do friends family we want to see um, outings we want to go to and so on and so forth and, and that's fine that's all well and good the problem becomes when that becomes everything and and you don't focus on what you're eating you don't focus on exercising uh, you kind of let it go and you know what happens is what I'm what first started telling you about which is panic eventually sets in holidays are coming and now it's time to get remotivated and that's the problem with that type of strategy I'll call it which is you know sometimes during the year you'll focus on your health and other times you'll let it go and the problem with that folks is that's never gonna get you where you want to be okay uh, that doesn't mean you have to be super duper 100% fitness nutrition motivated you know 365 days a year but it also doesn't mean you can only do it half the year and that's what I see a lot of people doing and you know this also dovetails with a conversation I was having with a friend of mine uh, he's actually been a friend of mine for going on 50 years now um, you know we met back in kindergarten and you know we've been friends ever since and we, as many 50-year-olds tend to do, you know, like to reminisce and talk about, you know, our lives, go back into high school days, so on and so forth. But also, we like to talk about how we're now on the backside of our life. I'm 55 years old. Um, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I'm by no means old. At least, I don't think so. But the truth of the matter is, reality is that I'm you know I have less years to go on this world than I've already lived and that's fine I can I can be happy with that um, and you know it does make you start thinking about what is the reality of the length of life what do we have to look forward to and so on and so forth in my case many in my family you know they live into their 70s and 80s uh, but there's been more than a few that have died in their mid 50s um, you know I'm 55 as I said and it gets me thinking, you know, my aunt and uncle both died in their mid-50s from cancer. And I'm at that age, maybe just a hair younger than they were. 
So it's on my mind. And as a 55-year-old man, I often think about, you know, hopefully I have another 25, 30 years of life left, maybe more, if I take care of myself. But the truth of the matter is I could go sooner, much sooner. And I know that's morbid, but the fact is it's the truth, okay? We don't know when we're going to go. And I often hear people use that I don't have time excuse uh, along with another one, which is I'll get to it later. Problem is, folks, sometimes later comes sooner than you realize, uh, much sooner. And, you know, as I said, I know it's morbid, uh, but it is a fact of life. And it's, it's very possible that, in, you know, in my genes uh, is the possibility that I could die younger. And if I don't take care of myself, much like, to be fair, my aunt and uncle didn't take care of themselves, I could suffer their fate. And frankly, that scares the hell out of me. It really does. I have plans that, you know, I'm going to retire at a respectable age. I want to enjoy getting old with my wife, being a part of my grandchildren's lives. Um, you know, that whole getting old and grandchildren and playing with them, those are my motivation. Those are what keeps me on the straight and narrow when the summer months are going along so that I don't gain a ton of weight or let my health go. That doesn't mean I don't enjoy the summer. It just means that all good things in moderation. You know, my grandchildren are my why. It helps me to live a better life, a healthier life, by eating right, working out regularly, because I want to be there for them. And this may come as a surprise to many of you, but I don't really act like exercising all that much. I do it almost daily. I'm a personal trainer. I work out on average five to six times a week, but it doesn't mean I enjoy it all the time. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But I do view it as a necessity. It's a means to an end for me. I can't be there for my grandchildren if I don't take care of myself. And that's my motivation that keeps me going. Um, and it's something I talk about with clients all the time. It's one of the, the first things that when I, when I talk with someone, either over Skype or in person, you know, whatever a prospective uh, client comes to me, I don't just accept anyone as a client. I want to meet with them and make sure that we're a good fit for each other and that my programs are going to help them achieve their goals. Because if they're not, then I don't want to waste their time and, frankly, their money. I don't believe in taking people's money just to take it. Uh, if I can't help someone, I will tell them that, and I'll help them find someone who can. Um, but when I meet and have that initial meeting with a prospective client, I always ask the question, why are you here? Why are you talking to me? I want to know what brought them to me. And, again, part of the reason I do that is it's important for both parties that we are a good fit for each other. And, and the answers, you know, they can be wide-ranging, but generally they fall into a very small group. Um, number one, I want to lose weight. Right behind it, I want to be stronger. Um, I want to make sure that I have better balance so I don't fall. Other ones, I want to get off medications. I want to get rid of my stomach. Um, I want my body to be firm. But they're all basically plays on, I want to be healthier. And please don't misunderstand me when I say that. Those are important answers, but it's not really the why. 
And we've talked about this before in other podcasts. The first step in getting results on your fitness journey is knowing your why so that, one, you can stay motivated, but two, it helps you understand of what you need to change in order to achieve your goals and have success on your fitness journey. Um, and then, it, you know, we're talking about motivation here. The motivation, the long term, is the why. In my case, it's my grandchildren, among other things. Um, and that doesn't always have to be something like grandchildren. And the other motivation I have is, as I mentioned earlier, I don't want to die young. I also want to be able to enjoy my older years, my golden years, my senior years. I train a lot of seniors, and the one thing they hate is to be called seniors. We call them seasoned, we call them old farts, we got a ton of names for them, but don't call them seniors. And, you know, and as I get older, I could see myself saying the same thing. Uh, but unfortunately, the motivation that people offer, at least or have initially, generally isn't enough. It's too general, too superficial, so we have to look deeper. The motivation has to really drive you. And then we've talked about that before. It has to give you that inner strength to stay committed on your path. Um, especially when life, or some sort of adversity, whatever you want to call it, gets in the way. And trust me, friends, it will. That is without question going to happen. So your why has to be powerful enough to get you through that um, because what happens is on the other side of that are excuses and again I'm circling back to what I talked about with those women earlier why didn't they do anything during the summer why did they let it go um, and you know I, I recommend to not everyone but a lot of my clients that they look at this with a black or white strategy Black is motivation, white are the excuses that are going to hold them back from achieving your goals. There is no gray area. You're either going to do or do not. Sometimes doesn't work. Now, working out, eating healthy from January to April, and then saying, well, I'm going to take the summer off and get back to it in the fall, more often than not, that backfires for a couple of reasons. One, they lose all the progress they made in the spring, Often, they gain all the weight back and more. They lose their motivation. Come fall, they don't start back up. In fact, it's very, very few people that do. And let's face it, excuses are easy to come up with. There's a ton of them. Uh, I'm tired and don't feel like exercising today. I have a headache. I don't want to cook. I don't feel comfortable trying something new. I'm too busy. Now is not the best time for me. That's a common one also. You know where I'm going with that. There are, these are just the obvious examples, and I'm sure you could come up with many of your own. And that's where it goes back to that motivation needs to be powerful enough that it dwarfs those excuses and lets you keep moving forward. And it's one, something I want to talk about because it's something I do with a lot of my clients is I have them do this exercise. And I thought it would be good for you guys to give it a try which is one, take out a piece of paper and on the top line write down your health and fitness goal, whatever that might be. Then I want you to create two columns. For those of you who are accountants or have an accounting degree like I do, we're making a T-square. Okay? On the left side, I want you to write at the top motivation. And on the right side, I want you to write excuses. Now, as you go through this exercise, you know, think through it. Don't just jot everything down in a willy-nilly manner. 
Make a list of your motivations to reach your goals, whatever they might be. Then on the other side, write down the excuses why you have not reached those goals in the past. The idea behind it is there's going to be two different columns. More often than not, the excuse column is much longer than the motivation column. But the motivation column should make those excuses seem insignificant. If they didn't, you probably didn't go deep enough. And I did a whole podcast on that before. You might want to check that one out. So you want to keep going until you can figure it out what it is that's going to help you overcome those excuses. Because my friends, time is not on your side. I hear it all the time. I'll get to it later. I don't have time. I'm too busy. That usually backfires big time on people. As I said earlier, I work with a ton of seniors. And they typically have tell me, I wish I had taken care, better care of myself when I was younger. Now I can help them improve, I can make their life better, but more often than not, I can never help them recover things that they've lost health-wise. We're going to naturally age, we're going to naturally, to be blunt, deteriorate, but the level to which we do so is within our control. I was laughing because the other day I was on Facebook and uh, one of my heroes is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, first, I think he's hilarious. Uh, most of you know he was a bodybuilder, actor, the governor, all that stuff. But I, he was posting uh, on his Facebook page some of the workouts he was doing. Workouts that would crush a 20-year-old most likely. Oh, by the way, he's 72 now. Now, that's not, you know, that's not to say you've got to go out and be Arnold, okay? I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is age is not holding him back, nor should it you let you hold yourself back. So if you're in your 40s or 50s, don't make the excuse, I can't do it, I, I'm just getting too old for that. That's not true, let alone in your 60s, 70s, and 80s. But also be realistic that you can't do what you could in your 20s and make changes to your workout program um, and focus on your nutrition guys because that's a big part of it learn to live a happier healthier life because the real payoff is down the road in your golden years senior years old fart years whatever words you want to use okay um, I'm really stressing this with people because as I, I met with those two people this week and they were telling me that, you know, they had every excuse in the book, but now they're motivated. I'm going to be honest with you. In the long term, neither one of them is probably going to stick with it because their motivation is not going to come overcome those excuses they had. I'll work with them. I'll try my best to help them. But I can usually tell when I first meet with someone whether they're going to succeed or not. And sadly, more people will fail than will succeed. Not because they can't do it but because they won't do it. They'll, they'll fall back on the excuses. I talk a lot about motivation. Probably some of you sit there and go, that's all he talks about. And, and to be fair, I do talk about it a lot. A lot of people listen to the podcast hoping for, you know, I'll give them some miracle diet or some you know, magic exercise. Those things don't exist, guys. They never have. They never will. So if you're looking for that, Give up on it. Instead, focus on making small changes. 
changes you can sustain for the long term, they will build on each other. And eventually you can shed weight, you can feel better, you can be less tired. It takes some dedication, it takes some hard work, but what happens is it becomes a lifestyle. And when you make bad choices or good choices, either way, you're choosing your lifestyle. Sadly, more often than not, most people choose the bad. Why? Because it's comfortable for them. They've been doing it for so long that doing anything else seems impossible to them. What's impossible, friends, is not being able to climb a flight of stairs without being out of breath. What's impossible is having to go buy new clothes all the time because the ones you have don't fit you anymore. What's impossible is trying to play with your grandchildren only to have to give up after a couple of minutes because you just can't keep up with them. What's impossible is feeling tired, worn out, lethargic, day in and day out. That's not how life is, guys. It does not need to be that way, nor should it be. So I'll close with this, because I want to keep this one a little bit short. Think about what your motivation is. Think about what your excuses are. Do that exercise I gave you. And when you figure out what it is that will drive you to get past those exercises, that's when you're going to have your biggest success, not just for the short term, but for the long term. And if you're struggling with it or you have questions, please reach out to me. You can email me at dan at com. I love hearing from people. I love helping people. If I think we're a good fit and you want to work together, I can help you achieve dreams and goals that you never thought were possible. I do it each and every day. It's why I do what I do. But even if you just want to have a brief chat, I'm more than willing to do that. So again, it's dan at thenutritionninja.com. All right, that's it for this week. I hope you have a great week. And I hope that some of this will resonate with you and enable you to have a happier, healthier life. Till next time, signing off.